Hey guys, welcome to the Marriage Ignited Podcast. We are Adrian and Jennifer Pina, bringing practical and spiritual tools to ignite your marriage. Welcome to episode seven, guys. Hey! Seven down already. Woo-hoo. And we're really, really <laughs> excited to be with you guys this week. We're going to start a new series on communication, and we believe that good communication is one of the greatest skills you can ever learn to strengthen your marriage. So as we begin this new series, we just want to highlight a few of the things that we are going to cover. Basically, we are going to learn how to effectively communicate with your spouse. We're going to talk about things like conflict resolution and how to walk that out in a healthy way. We're also going to talk about personality styles within conflict, how you set things like a timeout and some other tools that will be able to help you in conflict. And then we're also going to talk about walking the communication process through related to conflict all the way to true biblical forgiveness. And so we're really excited about this uh, series and we hope that it's going to be a blessing to you. So when Adrian and I speak and teach at different conferences and workshops, people are constantly asking us for more tools for healthy communication. It's by far and above the greatest need that's requested whenever we do marriage talks. And so we're really excited about this series and we'd love for you guys to jump into the comments throughout the series and let us know what tools speak to you the most. What are some of the things that you want to put into practice in your marriage? Maybe some things that you have learned that have been really helpful for your communication. We'd love to hear from you. So today we're going to really begin by building a strong foundation on the basics of communication. So before we get into the content of today's episode, We have talked a little bit about Prepare Enrich, and we just want to go ahead and tell you a little bit more about that tool. For over 35 years, Prepare Enrich has been the number one marital assessment in the world, and every marriage from time to time needs work. Maybe you need a little tune-up. Maybe you find yourself in crisis right now, and so we want to go ahead and make this uh, tool available to you. Exactly. So you guys, we're Prepare Enrich facilitators, and so we're going to use a lot of their content as we go through the series for communication, it's just phenomenal. But we really want to encourage you, if you are interested in taking this assessment, it takes about 45 minutes online, and then you're given a really thorough report that covers every area of your marriage, including communication, shoot us an email at marriageignitedpodcast at gmail.com, and we will set up a time to meet with you and do a one-on-one consultation and walk you through how to get started with the assessment, and then even go through your report with you afterwards. So we just want to make that resource available to you in your marriage. All right. So let's go ahead and dive into communication. And so we are going to begin by talking about what is the goal? So I always, I'm very goal oriented. So I always like to think, what is the end game? And so what is the end game of communication? The goal of communication is understanding. At the base level of it all, we all want to be understood, but we want to specifically be understood and have that desire as it relates to our spouse, knowing us fully and completely when we are communicating. So when we are understood by our spouse, hopefully our feelings are being known, communicated and appreciated. Our needs are clearly communicated. And when that happens, then intimacy is increased. And so we all long to be understood. One of our favorite songs now is Torin Wells' song, Known, and that's really kind of the baseline of this talk, really, is that we want the idea to be fully known and to be fully loved by the closest human relationship to God that we can have on this earth with our spouse. Exactly. So you guys, communication has two major parts, right? 
again, stripping this down to the very basics. Communication is all about sending a message and receiving a message. So when we send a message, we send it three ways. Check out this graph that we're going to show you, and you're going to see the three ways that we send a message. 7% of how we send a message is through the actual words that we say, write, type, whatever, words, okay? 38% of how we send a message is through our tone, and we're going to talk a little bit more about that. 55% of how we send a message is through our body language. Okay, let me give you an example. So I am sitting here talking to my husband. Let's say I'm in the other room and I call Adrian and I say, hey, Adrian, Adrian, what will I, what do you think I sound like right now? I don't know if that was a very good example, but what do I sound like right now? Maybe I was trying to- It sounds like a very sad cry for help. Yeah, <laughs> like maybe I was like. scared or well, like, you know, whatever. Right. That I was trying to I was trying to be scared. <laughs> okay. How about another one? What if I come what if I come across the room and I say, Hey, Adrian, what am I relaying through my facial expressions, through my tone? Completely different message, right? You guys get the point. So when we're you when we're thinking about how we're sending a message, we have to really understand that only seven percent of the message that we're sending is through our words. is with our body language and our tone. So that means that we are always sending messages all the time. And a lot of times we're sending messages and we haven't said a word. And that sends a very loud message to our spouse. Another example of being misunderstood. So how many of you guys have sent a text or an email to someone, whether it be your spouse or somebody else, and, and you have gotten a reply from them and you're like, what in the world are they talking about? They don't even understand what I'm saying right now. Like it's happened to all of us, right? Why is that? Because when we sent that message, we used only 7% through words of communication. And so 93% of what we were trying to relay, the message we were trying to relay was completely lost because of the method of how we sent it. So we want to just lay in right now as we begin the basics of communication. We want to lay in a rule that has become really a fiber foundational fiber of our being rule. And that yeah. is anything that's important, anything that is important not just like chore related or hello, how are you related, but anything that ever is important, we do not want you to type it, to write it in a letter, to send it in a text, to send it through Messenger or whatever, okay? We want that to be face-to-face. In a perfect world, that should be face-to-face and minimally where you can at least see and hear the person. So Zoom or video chat or something like that, okay? But the ideal thing is to be face-to-face. Absolutely. Yeah. So this is a really, really important tool that we want you to just build into your marriage right now. Like make that one of your foundational core beliefs that when we talk about something that's important, we don't do that through text, through email, through letter, whatever the form is, the written form. Amen. So as you are thinking about sending a message, because that's the first part of communication, we want you to learn the tool of being assertive. And so let's talk to you a little bit about what assertiveness is. And this definition comes from Prepare and Rich. So assertiveness is the ability to express your feelings and ask for what you want in the relationship. It's communicating very clearly exactly how you feel. 
It often gets a bad rap sometimes because we think of assertiveness as maybe somebody being pushy or somebody being bossy, but it's essential in a healthy marriage. This is reflected at home, at work, with family, with any relational communication. Basically, you need to be able to communicate clearly in that way. So being bossy or abusive, that's an extreme. That's one extreme of the pendulum. The other extreme is if we're never assertive and never communicate to our spouse what we actually want and need in the relationship, then basically we have taken a passive role in the relationship. And by taking a passive role, then we can, it's like being walked over, just like you're a doormat, like your feelings are not important then in the relationship. And so that's really the other extreme. Yeah, I agree. I think assertiveness often is confused with aggressiveness and it's totally not aggressiveness. It's really about owning how you feel and what you need in the relationship. So what are some barriers to assertiveness? One of those is fear. So that could be a fear of how the person would respond, your spouse would respond to what you're sharing. That could be a fear of even sharing that deep personal need or desire. So fear is definitely a barrier, a barrier that we've run across so often, countless times, actually, as we've, as we've taught, is this idea that our spouse should know what we need. Our spouse should just know. Our, our spouse should be able to read our mind. You guys, like literally, if you take one thing away from this entire project of Marriage Ignited, it, we want it to be, well, first of all, that Jesus loves you and your marriage. <laughs> yes. And then second of all, like your spouse will never, ever, 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 ever be able to read your mind. OK, it doesn't matter how long you've been married. It doesn't matter how healthy your marriage is. No one is able to read the other person's mind. And really, and frankly, it, that is such a damaging, like, falsehood in marriage, because what that does is that puts a lot of pressure on the other person when it's totally not even possible. Right. And so we just want to encourage you guys that you have to take ownership for how you feel and what you need. You have a responsibility in your marriage to communicate that to your spouse. It's vital to the health of your marriage that you take ownership for how you feel and what you need. And this goes on to the next kind of barrier. And that is a lot of times we don't know what we need. <laughs> you know, like True. a lot of times we we like Adrian will say to me like you know, how how are you feeling today or how are you, you know, how are you or you know, what do you need right now? And I'm like, I don't even know what I need right now. Like, you know, that's a real thing, okay? And so really one of the barriers to being able to communicate how you feel and what you need in your marriage is knowing for yourself how you feel and what you need. And that is so vital. Okay. So first of all, being able to be self-aware enough to say, this is what I need right now. Yeah. That's so important because it starts with you first in that way before you then can ever communicate it. Because if you can't acknowledge it, then you are going to be disappointed by your feeling not being heard or understood or met when that's not really fair because it hasn't, you haven't processed it for yourself then in that way. And so that's really, really important. The goal of communication at its core is understanding. Every person wants to be understood. And understanding really only happens when we are lovingly and fearlessly relaying our feelings and needs within the context of our relationship. When those things are happening, understanding then can be accomplished. Remember, we said that communication is two parts, the first of which is assertiveness, which we just talked about a little bit. 
The second part of that, well, that's the sending and the receiving of a message. I'm sorry. So the sending and receiving of a message is the two parts of communication. Well, the sending of the message is the assertiveness. The second part of that is active listening. How do we receive the message? And so we want to encourage you with this concept of active listening. So what does active listening actually mean? So active listening is the ability to let your partner know you understand them by restating their message. So it's a way of kind of volleying back and forward because understanding doesn't really happen until the person who's receiving the message actually is able to restate that back to their partner and their partner confirms that's exactly what I meant. So then that way there's no uh, kind of fog when it comes to the reality of that message being sent. You guys, we live in a crazy, active, busy, you know, world, right? Like we are, our brains, our minds, our attention is being pulled by a thousand things a day. And that's just the reality of life in 2020. <laughs> you know, actively listening to your spouse is really selfless. It's loving. It's generous. It's incredibly life-giving to your marriage. So it says that you are the most important thing in person in my life. And what you have to say is important to me. What your needs are, what you're feeling is important to me. So active listening, we cannot understate how important it is to healthy communication. Yeah, it's critical. So how many of you guys have been guilty? And I am like, I'm guilty of this one. Okay. How many of you guys have been guilty, whether it's in conflict, this happens a lot in conflict, but not always. So your spouse, so Adrian's coming to me and he's, he's going to tell me about something or he's going to argue with me about something, whatever the case may be. Right. And I am listening to him like ready to respond. I'm not even hearing his, like, I may be able to hear his words, but I'm not listening to his heart and listening to what he has to say. I'm like loading the gun, <laughs> ready to respond, you know. Hands up, feet up on that one. Yeah, like so guilty, right? I mean, I think we've all done this from, you know, from time to time. This is what we mean. We want to show you what active listening really looks like, okay? I'm going to say to Adrian a statement, and he's going to actively listen and respond back to me based on what I said. Honey, it really meant a lot to me when you were eager to go walk with me this morning because I know that you don't love walking. And it just really, really meant a lot to me that you wanted to do that together. So what I hear you saying is that you felt really loved and appreciated when I wanted to walk with you this morning and expressed an interest in being able to do that because that's something that I typically don't do. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So see what we did there, even though that may sound weird at the forefront and especially when you're getting used to this, maybe it sounds a little bit weird and robotic. And I almost repeated word for word some of the things that she said. The whole goal of it is that understanding couldn't be complete until she actually communicates yes in science office says that's exactly what I what I meant with what I said. By restating it, I'm not only showing that I'm really listening to her and showing appreciation for what she has to say and showing that I love her and want to be want her to be uh to feel comfortable speaking with me and being able to hear her, but then by her affirming and saying yes, that's exactly what I said, intimacy's increased in that way. And we're able to then kind of, uh, you know, have this process go forward. So active listening is even more important when you're in conflict. So when you're in the middle of an argument, usually nobody is trying to listen to understand. <laughs> you're usually listening to try to get your point across or whatever the case may be. Getting ready to like verbally jab the next, you know, argument flow or whatever. We really want you to practice this, this activity of active listening so that 
when you're when you're not in conflict so that when you are in conflict and we will build on that when we get to that podcast episode. But we want you guys to have this tool that you're already practicing because it will be so life giving even more when you're in conflict. Absolutely. So let me go in and give you a couple scriptures to kind of put to this about the importance of listening, if we could say it that way. So Proverbs chapter 18, verse 13 says this, he who gives an answer before he hears, it is folly and shame to him. What an incredible passage. James 1.19, I love this one as well. It says, this you know, my beloved brethren, but everyone must be quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to anger. So I love that part as well, the slow to speak, right? Quick to hear first, but be slow to speak. So active listening acknowledges not only the content, the actual things that are being said, but it acknowledges the feelings of the person speaking by being invested in the conversation. So it really shows value and it communicates worth in the middle of the conversation. That's why it's so deeply, deeply important. This is a quote by Prepare and Rich that we absolutely adore. We want you guys to like write this one down. Put it on the wall. It's so important. Okay. When each person knows what the other person feels and wants, which is how we defined assertiveness, and when each person knows that they have been heard and understood, this is what we defined active listening, intimacy is increased. These are two communication skills that can help you grow closer as a couple. All right, you guys. So we want to encourage you now more than ever, right? We are in the middle of the craziest global crisis that, I mean, I can remember in my lifetime. lifetime. Yeah. Yeah. And even more now, we want you to be aware of how you're communicating with your spouse. Check your tone and body language. Be aware of how you're feeling as you're, you know, as you're communicating back and forth, whether it's about the budget or the bills or the kids or the, you know, the responsibilities that you have right now. You know, be aware of how you're feeling and extend grace to one another. Okay. This COVID 19 crisis has all of us on high alert emotionally, whether you're staying home primarily and just in the house and that has you emotional, whether you're on the front lines serving those in need in the health and hospitals and nurses and doctors, et cetera, or grocery stores or truck drivers, whatever your role is. Okay. If you're on the front lines, first of all, we want to just say thank you. We're praying yes, for you every you. single day. We're so grateful for how you're serving our country right now and the world right now. But I I want you guys, to, we want you guys to be aware of how you're feeling because your feelings are affecting each other, right? And so as you are on high, al- high alert emotionally, it's causing a lot of complex layers of stress in our marriages right now. And so we want you to extend grace to one another, extend compassion to one another, be more understanding than ever with your spouse. All right. So the tool for this week, you guys, is assertiveness and active listening with your spouse. So we want you guys to start simple. Start with some positive, encouraging statements. We want you guys to actually, you know, work towards understanding how you're feeling and what your needs are and being able to communicate that in a simple way. Start with the positive, okay? Like I communicated with Adrian about how it made me feel that he wanted to take a walk with me. And that really meant a lot to me right now because he never wants to take a walk with me. (laughs) So that really meant a lot to me right now, you know? And so being able to stay positive, 
say some things like that. And then also the active listening, him repeating that back to me, knowing that he understood how much that means, that is so life-giving to our marriages right now. What an awesome way to be able to build some intimacy and give life-giving words during this week if you put that into practice. This is a great, great tool, especially for this time. So guys, I just want to go ahead and preview and just give you an idea of what's coming up uh, on the podcast in the next episode. So we'll be continuing this series on communication. In our next episode, we're going to be looking at skills for taking ownership of how we feel and then communicating them safely and effectively to our spouse. We're going to teach you a couple tools that we really, really love and we practice all the time. And we're going to share those with you in the next episode. So be looking for new episodes and new content every single Tuesday is our goal to be able to drop new content for you guys. So that way you can invest in your marriage through this podcast. Please, if you're watching this on the YouTube channel, consider subscribing to this channel and go ahead and like this video, hit the little bell notification icon so you can be notified when we post new stuff. And uh, go ahead and share this video with others that you may think may be blessed by the, the Ministry of Marriage Ignited. If you're listening to this on audio podcast, then consider liking us and rating us on wherever you consume your audio podcast. Share that, get social with us at Marriage Ignited, and uh, that will really help to bring exposure to the podcast. And we'd love to be able to connect with you in that way. So you guys, we want you to drop a comment in the comments and let us know what parts of this series is challenging to you? What are you encouraged by? What skills are you want to putting, put into practice? Um, we'd love to hear from you. Even future ideas that you have for the Marriage United podcast, we just are really wanting this to be something that serves you and your family. So you guys, we're so excited to continue every single Tuesday. We're dropping new episodes. This is going to be such an awesome series on communication. We look forward to seeing you next Tuesday. God bless you. God bless y'all. We see y'all then.